Now broadcasting live via so Ustream or downloaded directly to your mobile device. Bagdenboard.com presents the Bagdon Boardcast. Oh my goodness, and that is crazy. Why are we friends with Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm glad I didn't get slapped like right your mom in here. Uh, you said your parents don't listen to this. He just looked at me like, should I punch him? It doesn't work if you're not wearing what? a mariachi suit. Uh, we're not wearing a mariachi suit. I don't know. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Bag and Boardcast. It's episode number 187. Yikes. Yikes. Well, hopefully I didn't we think don't. We were going to make three months. Hopefully we don't one eight seven this episode. I'm Chris. I'm John, and I'm Paul. It's the California Police Code for Murder. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not know that. One eight seven. Why would you know that? Is it because of how do you psych? not? No. I knew, that, I knew that when Sublime came out. Yeah, like no three eleven. Uh, no three three eleven's indecent exposure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, how would you know that, Paul? Because three eleven, the band came out, yeah, and that's why. I, it's one of those things you just yeah. know it. Also, I, I don't uh, know of any band called 187. Well, Sublime, Sublime has a song. They they, re- they reference 187, and then oh. Snoop Dogg. Oh. He, I know you love your L.A.-based gangster rap, Paul, so I'm surprised you did not get that. And Samuel L. Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson was in a movie called 187. And if you knew that, good on you. And hopefully you know that we're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Next, we bring you the list, the books that we are looking forward to coming out October 9th. Then we always follow that up with our weekly rotating main topic. This week, we're doing our monthly look back for the month of September. We got a little stack of books here for you. Again, all number ones. From Aspen Comics, we have Executive Assistant Iris. From over at Dark Horse, we have Kiss Me Satan and Brain Boy. And then from Dynamite, we have King's Watch. It almost sounded like there wasn't enough pause between Kiss Me Satan and Brain Boy. Kiss Me Satan, Brain Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so those are two separate books. Those are two separate books. Kiss Me Satan, exclamation point, Brain Boy. And then Brain Boy. Yeah. And, and then, then Brain Boy. And then lastly, Night Watch. King's King Watch. We have Night Force right behind Night Force there. over he, there. Paul's got Night Force on the brain. Yeah. Oh, make, we'll make sure he has to read that later on. <laughs> you guys are grinding me and mashing me to a pulp. Oh, and that brings us to our first beer. Uh, and that is Mash from the brewery. And this is a barley wine aged in bourbon barrels. This is an English style classic barley wine that they aged in bourbon and we love our bourbon aged beers we do definitely get the bourbon i don't get the barley wine on it i get a vanilla i get the barley wine kind of mouthfeel yeah which is that full velvet like smoothness but it's very light it just like kind of rolls off the back of your tongue at the end there yeah it's syrupy yeah you know that kind of syrup almost syrupy coin kind of mouthfeel i get a little bit I like my throat's just a little sore, so I get a little heat in my mm-hmm. throat as well. And it's a twelve point five percent beer. Mm. Yeah. It, it has a nice did, warm mouth feeling afterwards. What but. did we have? Was it last week that kind of ended like watery almost? Uh, yeah, that, there was one. It that wasn't was the dragon's tooth. What was the other one? Dragon the dragon's milk, milk the right. bourbon one. That might have been. There was something. No, because the bourbon one was really good. We gave that top stars. I think it was the dragon's tooth. Because. There was one, it wasn't bad, but like it just 
it faded away really fast. And I kind of get the same thing from this. There's not a lot of linger, but right when you start, like right when it hits your tongue is when you get that barley wine kind of taste to it. Yeah. It's good. I like it. I gave it a four on uh, Untapped. It's definitely something I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would drink again. Definitely. Um, And we have uh, the next beer we're going to do because we figured this is going to be a good sipping beer for the show. And we have the Mash and Grind. Uh, It's the same barrel-aged barley wine, but this time they added coffee to the barrel when they aged it. Oh, hence the grind. And hence the Which, grind. when John was kind of going over the beers from their brewery, I was like, that one. Yeah. <laughs> that one. <laughs> it just sounds delicious. We've, we've had this sitting for a couple months, and we finally were just like, let's just do it. Because every time I go down there, I eye those brewery beers. Yeah, and we and bite off on these. a lot more beer than we could drink we've really we have not been buying many beers to drink for the podcast we've been just trying to clear out that cellar a little bit buying pumpkin beers and we're like we spent a lot of money (laughs) we have not let these go bad like that porterhouse stout yeah yeah uh, some of these beers we it's good to get a jump on it and we have some aged pumpkins too that we can uh we can drink next time Mm -hmm. sounds delightful yes Speaking about things we derive delight from, do we have any news? Well, there's rumors coming up for, you know, something we all enjoy, which are comic book conventions, and New York City Comic Con is happening next week. And oh, n- next week. We happen to have someone going there for us next what? week, too. Oh, I was worried that we didn't have the budget to cover it this year. Don't worry. Um, We're sending an we, we on-site have a, reporter. We have a friend of the show, uh, Matt, who will be going to... Take pictures and intern Matt, right? Like he's he's our intern. One call him an intern. He's basically going to New York Comic Con on our dime. There we go. Yeah, Yeah, I'd say intern, which we didn't pay for anything. Intern, yeah. But he's not bringing this beer, but I think he can still be a friend of the show because he is going to bring us back uh, news and photos. Yeah, I guess that is our proper title for us because he's not actually part of the show. Right, he's he's, a friend of the show. He's the friend of the show. Uh, so hopefully we'll have some cool stuff. An FOS. An FOS. Foss. Fossy. He's a Foss. <laughs> uh, but yeah. You did jazz hands. I did Chris. jazz hands. I said Fossy. <laughs> but um, hopefully we'll get some cool stuff from the show because we can't be there, but we have someone who will be. Yeah, that'll be. Uh, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward. I hope he takes a lot of pictures. Uh, I'm looking forward to everything that we can uh, extra that we can get out of that. But yeah. Not, not to cut you off before. No, Paul, no, that is bigger news than the a, teasers that Marvel, uh, uh, you know, have given us, which was defend. I'm excited by it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's cool. We have someone on site for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's a friend, not a friend of me, which yeah. is being solicited, kind of. All will be revealed November or October 10th at 4 p.m. Defend, frenemies, and what was the other one? Uh, I forgot. Paul, you're the one with the computer in front of me. I know. I'm horrible. Descend. So those are the three kind of, they're not the titles of the books. They're just the, like, overall arc. Except for Hunger, when they promoted Hunger was the actual name of the book. Well, that, the Galactus yeah. one. But they did this before, like, right coming into... Yeah, a convention. Like, Infinity, like, mm-hmm. 
they were like, hey, here's here's one word teaser posters about a book, and here's the creative team on it. Mm-hmm. The Send will have Dennis Hopeless and Kev Walker. Uh, that's Descend. Defend will have Alex Cott and Greg Brown. And I'm not sure who is on the Frenemies. I forgot. Because they're probably not having a very healthy working relationship. They're, very, they're Frenemies. Yeah. But that's basically all I got for, uh, for news. Speaking about Marvel, we... Hey, hold on. Uh, can we pause for a second? Yeah, we can totally pause for a second. So, sorry to cut you off, Paul, because there was another one. It says War. Oh, no, which, I don't remember that. Okay. Which is written by uh, Christopher Yost. Oh, I like And him. art by Marcus Toe. Who Chris talk- Yost. I, I always think it's Yost. Why? Yost, oh, Yost. S-T? Yeah. He did a lot of the uh, cartoons for yeah, that, too. Uh, yeah, with X-23, he's he also works with another writer a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like a team, but yeah. Not that I not that I can draw what the colors mean, but this one is in yellow, yellow writing. Okay. So I'm I'm guessing it's not a war machine book, or or a Planet Hulk war yes. again. But yeah, I don't know. I I love Marcus Toe. Yeah. He's a great guy. We've talked to him like mm-hmm. three years now, up in Fan Expo. Yeah, look for he's our interviews. Great, People have great artists too. Like he knows, knows a lot about Canada. He does. Mm-hmm. He he was a true Canadian. Yes, <laughs> he won our game a true Canadian. Um, I think it was a fun segment, and I can't believe you guys yes. held me down and wouldn't let me do it to everybody. <laughs> Actually, I didn't have enough facts. Yeah. <laughs> great, great hours though, and like I follow him on Tumblr, and he always posts like convention sketches that he does. Mm-hmm. And every single time I see one of his sketches, I'm like, I should have gotten something else mm-hmm. from him this year because I already have a Red Robin, but. There's so many more characters that I could ask for, and I would love every one of them. Yeah. Man, I haven't done anything in my sketchbook since... It's been a long time. Yeah. Well, we go over work awesome, now, yeah. that's why. Yeah. I think last year... There was Boston. Last year at the Boston... Um, you, that, that wasn't... That was two years ago now. Yeah, that was a while ago now. It was that 2000... Was, that was episode 12. 121. Yeah. It was 2012, though. Might have been early. Yeah, we missed the. We, we didn't go to the twenty thirteen one. Yeah, but that was that was right when that bombing happened too. Oh yeah. So that one was it canceled was then. last year. Okay. And you got your awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Zantana. Zantana. <laughs> and we also all <laughs> got Stephen. no. Was it? Did you? I know you and I both got um, Adventure Time. Yeah. Paul didn't. Paul didn't. No, I didn't watch. Paul didn't watch yet. Adventure Time because it wasn't out on Netflix yet. I. Uh, I do love my beat-up fin. I love my marceline. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, sorry. That is, ins- that is, unless you're friends with us, you don't care. We can post those pictures up. Yeah, uh, you can listen to, or you can just listen to episode 121. Yeah. Um, the, the, the other bit of news that I had is Marvel has casted Ultron. I don't know if you guys saw that. I didn't see yeah. this. Uh, James Spader is going to be doing <laughs> what? James Spader, yeah, has been hired to do the voice, and also seems like he's going to be doing the live capture. You know, he he does have a good voice, especially like, I think if you digitize it. Yeah, and I and he's really good at playing bad. He can play any kind of bad guy. Uh, did he, you watch The Office? Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Like, yeah, in his uh, California. He, he's doing Just that dry delivery. He's got. Every- I, he's got a new show on right now called The Blacklist, which he plays kind of this 
overly, oh, not, the character is over the top, but he underplays it of this kind of world criminal who just knows everything that's going on. He's smarter than everybody. And he does a really good job in that. I always think of Secretary when I think of James Spader and that kind of low, just where he's just playing this like weird creep kind of guy. He, yeah, he plays that a lot. Uh, funny thing about him, because I just looked this up when I watched Blacklist, is James Spader, when he's not wearing uh, glasses in a scene, doesn't have contacts, and he can't wear contacts for some reason, so he's completely blind and cannot oh. see what what he's doing or what any of the characters are really doing. They just look like blobs mm-hmm. to him. I thought that was interesting. That's something we have in common, because when I'm not wearing <laughs> contacts or my glasses, like, I can't see anything. No, I think uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal is attractive, but that kind of makes sense in Secretary. <laughs> Just <laughs> looking at a boy. Uh, but I think I think it's a good choice, and I think Joss Joss Whedon's got a you know he said he picked him because he just he just felt right for it. When you first said, it, I was like, "Wow, that's an out there Cassie," but no, it, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just he's not an actor that you you think about, yeah. To. Was he the hot guy in Pretty in Pink? He was the f- jerky friend. Oh, he, okay. He's really good. He can play any kind of bad guy. He can play the jerky friend bad guy. Uh, in Mannequin, he played like sleazy weasel. I was talking about Mannequin the other day because someone had never seen it. And I was talking about how much more I like Mannequin. <laughs> t- Mannequin 2 is a better movie. It is. It's so much <laughs> cheesier. Oh, it's so, it's ridiculous. Well, what's, what's the main theme? There's just, like, nothing's gonna stop us now? Is that? From the mannequin. I don't know what you're talking Nothing's about. Nothing's gonna stop us now. Is that from Mannequin? I don't know. I feel like that's a theme song for a TV the show. World, and if the world runs out of lovers, we'll still yeah, have each yeah. other. Okay. Nothing's gonna stop us. Nothing's gonna I stop us. I think that, us. yeah. That's from Mannequin, mm-hmm. right? I think, I think that played a lot in Mannequin. That was when they were putting like the window things together. Wow. That's a weird thing to go through, Paul, but... <laughs> Yeah, hey, at least Paul brought something yeah. to yeah, it's a mannequin discussion. You're welcome, internet. <laughs> it's just, we were just talking before the show too of like how Paul steals everybody's ideas. Mm-hmm. He actually did something on his own. Hey, I run with other people's ideas. I don't steal them. Speaking about something that Paul is going to do on his own, he has a can of tilt in front of him. Did we not want to talk about the sales numbers? Because that's oh, we can't. Because I actually had something oh. else I kind of wanted. I thought we I forgot about this. We all mentioned that we didn't have. Any movies, yeah, so. well, I know. Sorry. I know. No, this, John, you were correct. This is, this is what happens when yeah. we record, though. We, we were researching frantically while recording, <sighs> make sure we didn't miss any news bites for you. And uh, DC Comics had a strong September with their Forever Evil uh, crossovers. They actually gained forty over forty percent of the dollar share, and also over forty five percent of the units share. I know we sound like DC fanboys because it seems like we only talk about when uh, the numbers of book sales when DC actually has a good month. It's because that's the only time it's news. Yeah. Only time. Because Marvel dominates kind of constantly. Yeah. So it's it's really surprising when Marvel only has about 30% of market share and dollar value or unit share. Um, so I, I think it's interesting. I also... I think it doesn't bolt well for me as a DC Comics fan uh, because I did not I, I did not find Villains United interesting, so I set out 
So I'm judging it without from the Vill- outside. I'm Village afraid. United happened years ago I now, know. Paul. Forever, Forever evil. evil. Uh, I didn't. I, I sat out on this month. I didn't buy a single DC book. I read Films United number one, and you know it was okay. It was good, but it didn't draw me into want to buy any of my other books. So I'm afraid that they'll if, be like, "Hey, more of this." I I stand by my original statement like three, four episodes ago. Whenever I picked mm-hmm. it for um, the list, and then we talked about mm-hmm, it. Yeah. Um, that's how I'm going to keep up on like the DCU proper. If it's not a book yeah. that I'm actually reading, because it ties into everything mm-hmm. else. It's not to say that I didn't enjoy it. I don't love it. I I don't have to buy it, but mm-hmm. I'll continue to. I liked it. But and how do you guys feel about lost Doctor Who episodes? Being available finally on Amazon Prime. They haven't announced where yet. Oh, <laughs> but, maybe though. <laughs> okay, which what, you mean the old ones that like were burnt down, like from the old black and white, the original se- season. That's nothing's been confirmed. Okay, but this is a rumor that's been going around for a while now that uh, they found a bunch of original episodes that had been lost from different eras of Doctor okay. Who, and people were like, "Oh, they found a." Episodes, they found episodes, and the BBC was like, no, we we can't say anything, but we can't confirm it. Sorry. So a non-denial denial? Exactly. But apparently... Um, we thank you it, for your interest in these lost episodes that we may or may not have. Found, and we can't say anything about <laughs> it. But it's been... Uh, the Radio Times over in the UK has announced that, yes, there were episodes that will be available digitally. In time for the fiftieth, the fiftieth with the day of the Doctor being simulcast mm-hmm. worldwide on TV and in theaters yes. in select areas too, which I think is actually really cool. You oh, can that'd buy be movie cool. tickets, yeah, through what is it? What is this live events, live what? theater, live something? Yeah. What's it called? Because you see those, you, you see, see those them. every time. It's like with like the Metro. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, with the, the metro the riff, opera, with like the riff tracks, <laughs> yeah. it's it's all the same mm-hmm. things, and it's always like, oh, that would be cool. I would like to go to that, but you don't. Nope. I I would I would go to this one. Yeah, Doctor- I'd, I'd I'd love to see the Doctor Who in the theater because I'm yeah. not going to be able to see it on TV. Yeah. Um, but kind kind of cool that yeah that you know what there are episodes that were filmed like 30 years ago, maybe some even more that are gonna finally come out even if you're not a fan of that original kind of campy yeah that's probably why i want to like watch it or care it's it's cool just in like that scope of nostalgia i think it's i think it's cool that they came out but i probably won't watch them no i've tried to go back and watch some of those old ones and it's it's hard to watch some eccleson um, ones eve eccleson yeah but i think uh they're mostly rumored to be part of like the fifth Doctor era. Oh, really? Don't don't, don't quote me on that. Because I know the first Doctor lost a lot of episodes because there was an actual like the, the, legit fire. Yeah, fire that like actually burnt the stuff to the ground. Uh, so. I, I still think it's cool. Not mm-hmm. even if it's something I never ever watch or like force myself to sit through. Mm-hmm. That's really cool for those Doctor Who purists that are finally like, I can watch this episode. Yay! Or I remember watching this as a kid. Yeah, yeah I I remembered watching things as a kid, and then I went to watch them on Amazon, like the classics, and I'm like, nope. Thundercats. Thundercats is pretty rough. Oh, oh. 
It's, you forget how whiny Lionel is. Yeah. Well, he's a kid. He's yeah, a, he's a seven. He's, you forget yeah, he's a that he's a seven-year-old. Like, trapped in a man's body. But then he's always doing stuff like, Hey, i punch you in the face. Well, that's uh, a seven-year-old's response to everything. <laughs> well, it's also a seven-year-old, because only a seven-year-old's like, Well, we're cats. Let's live in the cat castle. And we'll drive around in a cat... Tank. The cat castle is also like their spaceship. I think you can chalk some of that up to Panthro, too. (laughs) This is just not inventive enough. Everything's got to look like a cat. My nunchucks have cat faces on them. They have cat claws. claws. Oh, cat claws. Okay. So I know we sidebarred because we had more news, but do we have any more further news? No. But, John, you were talking about something. I was talking about Paul having to drink that tilt. Oh, do I know? Do Paul, I have to? You and I lost a tilt but uh, last yeah, episode. We did. I did. I, I will so, suck it up and take this punishment. There is a tilt down. in front of you, but before you pop that top. Okay, what? Yeah, oh, that was a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a proposition for you. A proposition, you say? Yes. I am not aware of this proposition. You should spell it out more. <laughs> Start spelling, John. This is all you. You you came well, up with this. Th- this was something I came up with. We discussed it in private before starting. See, you guys want your ideas stolen. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking for them. Well, because it, this is it's a 50-50 thing here between yeah. the two of us. Because, Paul, yes. you could either chug or it's a tilt. Like, it was yeah. very cold. I, I couldn't yeah, chug it last cold, week. This is not cold, This is basement cold. That's basement cold. Yeah, Chris but tried drink, to drink it as hard as he could, you, but you drink it at a reasonable pace. Okay, I guess a tilt. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the red fruit punch, or 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 you can drink a beer of our own choosing, of our choosing, and it's the same size. Boy. It's it's smaller than a tall boy. Yeah. Okay, it's about a pint, mm-hmm. and you have an entire episode to drink it. Well, this seems was, like... Was it next week? Next week. We'll next have week. it next week. You, you could... Oh, no. You could ha- See, you could I'm ha- like thinking, oh, we go down to the basement right now and no, we choose a reasonable beer? of our choosing. Because we know exactly what it is. You still, have, you you still have to drink it next week. <laughs> You're still going to sample it next week. That's all. And, and he, he did open drink, the tilt. That, the that tilt. wasn't the Paul sound effect. That was him actually going for it. I thought... I thought you, you committed I more than I did that first time because I thought he really was gonna go with the mystery beer because both of these are twelve point five and that's eight percent. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, who knows what to next week will bring? I have a good base going on right now. Like well, I had well nice, John and I know what next. I, week I know what it is. I, I I had a nice big breakfast. I had a good dinner. I had a steak dinner with this half a sweet potato and some. Peas, so I I feel like I'm I got a solid food base, so I think I can handle you can, the you can handle it and and the tilt. You didn't squash down your garbage in your can just in case you were yeah. gonna oh, puke. Yeah. <laughs> I always have a plan B. Um, w- would you like a little hint on what the beer is? Well, he since he's made his decision. He's, he's made his decision. Uh, it's from Jack's Abbey. Oh, I like Jack. It's Abbey. their Smoke and Dagger. That's a cool name. It's uh, a smoked, uh, I think it's like a smoked, a smoked a lager. Stout? I think it was, it's a smoked lager. It was log. a little bit darker, I thought. Yeah. Um, I didn't really look at it, though. I drank it out of the bottle. And uh, it tastes like ham. <laughs> and that's how it's... It's called like, Smoke and Dagger, smoked ham. Like, it's it, made, it's supposed to taste it's like ham. It's supposed to taste smoked like ham. Smoked and Dagger. 
doesn't sound like it's supposed to taste like ham. What am I missing? It, it, it it's their like smoked, smoked ham. And, it's their smoked and dagger beer that they made to taste like ham. That no, that doesn't sound like smoke and dagger. Sounds like a like cloak and dagger. Like it's a stealthy kind of like yeah. We're no, gonna they have spy spy. They they have a beer called smoke and dagger. And then they did a special version of that beer with ham. It tastes like ham. And it's still called Smoke and Dagger. It's Smoked and Dagger, you know, like colon, ham beer. It's a ham beer. It tastes like ham. It's Why like, wouldn't they just call it ham bone? Or Because they do different variations of their Smoke and Dagger. They like Because we're always going to have the Smoked and Dagger maple, which is made with, they do their Smoke and Dagger with maple. Hmm. Which they, even after trying that, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. I mean, it's not. We're it's, still gonna. We're still gonna try. It's it. not a yeah. disgusting beer. It's just you just go. It see, tastes like ham. <laughs> I was like thinking, man, if I couldn't do like because I'm remembering the pizza beer. Remember that oh, awful yeah. concoction that they was were, about they were that like, size. Buy one, get one free. free too. And they were awful. And it, no, it tastes like pizza. It's no, pizza it was beer. Just garlic it was beer. Awful. It was really bad. I'm like, no, I don't trust you guys enough to want to drink a whole thing of that. And I don't think I would want to drink a whole thing of <laughs> ham beer. And it's not because of any kind of dietary restrictions um, either. Just Is like, it kosher? I have to ask. I would think so. I don't think they actually like threw like ham hocks in like a tank at all. I don't know. You can probably look it up online if you want to it's go probably, to Jack's Abbey. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's very interesting, definitely. Much like the things you can do with beer. Sorry, not <laughs> much, to cut you off. No, no, I was just segueing it into our next section. Much, like, it's very interesting. Much like the books coming out this week, October 9th. Uh, I have to say, like mine isn't that interesting because I've been picking this book a lot, and that is the Six Gun. Uh, this is number thirty-five. This is by. Uh, is it still go? Is it? Oh, it's wrapping in up soon, or is it just in for the long haul? You're in for a long haul. Like every story arc they've done, every like six issues, you know, or so, are an ongoing story arc that you know are kind of self-contained and then keep Mm -hmm. progressing with those characters. And uh, this is, you know, we're getting to the tail end of that kind of bunch of that story arc. Two thirds of the way through the tilt, by the way. Hey, progress update. Sorry. We told Polly he had to chug it, but in a reasonable I thing because he and can't also, chug and it's tilt. And it's also not it a, is tilt. It's, it's not a uh, linoleum floor in here, so <laughs> it's got that like chemical burn on the back mm-hmm. of the mouth too because it's just like the dyes and shit. This is where it gets difficult for me because I'm like, Ugh. I can't wait for silly Paul to come out with uh, <laughs> reviewing these books. They're all bad. <laughs> <laughs> talk about in like 15 minutes but we'll talk about it after the first third the first third has already hit me (laughs) (laughs) i think it might just been the barley wine too um but number 35 you have uh it's just an ongoing story the 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 main character uh i can't think of her name right now uh becky is in a dream world uh fighting Bad Indians and is actually teaming up with the main Native ri- Americans or Indians. Native Americans. I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, teaming up with the bad guys of the book that they actually killed in the first uh, first trade are all teamed up together to fight these 
ghost, the, these ghost uh, skinwalkers. Well, in the real world, her Skin other skinwalkers, aka werewolves, pretty much. Uh, From the wor- horrible episode of Smallville called <laughs> Skinwalkers, pretty much. <laughs> uh, where her other friends are on the way to stop the Native Americans uh, who are out of the dream world, who are in the dream world. It gets complicated, but it's really good. Um, I enjoy getting this book. This is one of my favorite books uh, that I get. Top When I see it's in my stack, yeah. this and Saga are my first two reads. It's a story that interests me, but I never see it on the shelves, and I've never thought to actually pick it up. But then when you talk about it, I'm like, sounds pretty cool. I have... Uh, the oversized trade edition that sounds like hardback coming in uh, shortly. I think towards the end of the month, it's going to be here. Trade and policy. And it'll be good trade and policy. Yeah. yeah. Towards the end of the month, trade and policy. Go ahead, Chris. I'm still trying to finish this till. That's, that's okay. <laughs> Take your time because I'm going to talk about my pick. Yes, please. Which Make is... it a long-winded pick so I can finish this till. I'll I'll try because it's a longer title. It's Superman Wonder Woman. Okay, wasn't that long of a title? <laughs> One. Uh, written by Charles Soleil, art by Tony Daniel. Mm. Charles Soleil, who I've been enjoying over on Swamp Thing. I think you're going to drop that book. No. Swamp Thing, I thought I was going to drop, but then I said this arc has been pretty good. You know, Constantine's crossed over, and it's the Cedar, and it's keeping up. I'm, I'm glad it's keeping up, and I'm glad to hear it's kind of got your stamp of approval, because... This is one of those books that I ordered where I was like, I wouldn't buy this normally, but we do the monthly lookbacks. It's something that we can read and discuss because Superman, Batman, like the two uh, issues I've read of that were really good. Like I liked it a lot. And the, the three issues now that have come out are, uh, are really good. I enjoy those a lot. A yeah, s- Greg Pak. A steal from Marvel. Uh, Marvel. Yeah. A Superman and Wonder Woman book? In the okay. Destructible Hulk. Or Hercules. Yeah, he did. He did he all the uh, World War Hulk stuff yeah, too. World War Hulk. He did Her- the Hercules book. The Superman Wonder Woman thing has been such a like. I don't even want to say hot button issue, but it's been a thing for the New Fifty Two, where it's mm-hmm. like, no, these two together, why not? Makes sense. It's going to be weird to see like a romance book we, about these two. We we've talked about this. With, we did with the Anik Paquette. <laughs> exactly. Episode 181? No, 184. Was it? Okay. I can't remember. It's either 184 or 185. I, have I think it's 184 because like, it was... How many not episodes oh, of we 185? Did two, we did two not episodes. Of which one? Of 185. Yeah, so it was 184. Okay. I have to ask before every episode, too. Is it this number? Yeah, but you pulled out 121 real quick. Uh, Because that was... It, it's one of our convention episodes, that's why. Yeah. Like, those are our... Well, 184 is also go-tos. a convention episode. Uh, Get that ingrained in your mind, sir. It will be. <laughs> Nobody likes tilt, Paul. I don't want you to think that people do. It just—it's there. I have Paul, this much Paul, left right now. I'll finish, just, I'll finish uh, it for you. No. Can okay. I? I actually I haven't. I haven't had tilt Paul, in a while. Let me. Paul. Finish. John I, hasn't had a tilt in forever. <laughs> oh no, he's gonna puke. Nope. It's he, no. I just wanted to like slow it all I, back. Can I finish it? I, John oh, hasn't had a tilt in forever. I haven't had a tilt in forever. You gotta crumple it now on your head. I'd Be a man it. about it. Then do it. John, John, I didn't do it. Paul doesn't have to. He finished the tilt, though. 
It's a book that I'm glad I'm going to read. (laughs) I wouldn't read it otherwise, but hey. Did it on my thigh. I'll read it to talk about it. I'm a mess. (laughs) Stupid silt. Don't worry, Paul. I'll drink whatever you don't want of the mash and dry. Yeah, as, a, as, a, oh, as will I. We'll just give you a splash. Yeah, you should only give me a splash Well, of that. what book might make a splash for you, Paul? I believe it will be. That I was a segue. It was a segue. In the segment. I'm it just is, saying. It is Thor, God of Thunder, number 14. It is the second part of the accused uh, story arc, which introduces me to the villain of Malekith. Who will be featured in the new Thor movie coming out December or November seventh? When's the new Thor? Dark it's coming World? out November second. Se- second no- or seventh? Beginning first. of September. I don't know exactly no. when. November. November. What did yep, I say? September. Yeah, we're past that, John. I drank the. T- I was. Looking- I'm up at the fifth dimension and looking down <laughs> on the fourth, sir. Uh, in this. You and Grant Morrison. The uh, the wild hunt has begun. And it's Thor getting together with a dark elf sorceress, a gun-toning light elf, and a gargantuan mountain giant, and a dwarf who loves dynamite, dynamite, and a swirly troll. So it's a kind of a Thor, the Thor it, that we kind of fell in love with in Thor: God of Thunder, yeah. the Avenging Thor, you know, the Thor on the Avengers, like the R.H. Thor, and uh, he's kind of kind of this fun cast around him now, and he's. Uh, and it's dealing with this villain that I'm not, sh- I'd have no no recollect no, no knowledge of. It, it, it's it's kind of coming into this book, this book with the original six. Like mm-hmm. you don't know what it's going to be. I mean, you obviously you just read what it's going to be about, but you don't know yeah. what it's going to be about or kind of who these characters are. And like I, that those first six ish- six issues we borrowed from Steve. Like I loved. Like when we went to the convention, I was hunting down. The, the, next six. The, the next six because I I just had to have them. I wanted them and I wanted them right away. Yeah. And it paid a little more money than I wanted to or could have uh, if I tried to find them in a back issue of a comic book <laughs> shop. But uh, I really like the book. I can't wait for these issues either. Uh, written by Jason Aaron, of course. Art by Don't Know. It was Ed said Ribeck before. And cover artist Ron Gar- Garney. So. Oh. Sorry, I was gonna pretend like I didn't know what we were talking about. Be like, are we are we discussing the end of X Factor? <laughs> no, that that already happened. It's over. Yeah. It's over. It's we didn't over. we didn't have a party. <laughs> no, we didn't have a Windows and we had a Windows party. Seven party, but we didn't have an X you know Factor why? party because Microsoft sent us a they did box, party box. box so <laughs> streamers and balloons. That's all you and need to get on our show. And a centerpiece and some other did they things. send us a copy of Windows Seven? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. A signed edition by Stephen Vollmer. Well, thank you. Yes. I signed up for a Linda's Live 7 party. You know what's really funny is Paul would have been picking... Which we did, and you could have seen that on Ustream, too. It was on Ustream. It's on YouTube, also. Nice. That's tossing around balloons. Paul Paul would have picked X-Factor more often, but we ragged on him so often about Mm X-Factor that he stopped just... He's like, I can never pick this again. Paul, that was fun for us. <laughs> and you should have picked it just for hey, us. If we did YouTube videos, I would have done one for every each and every one, but we never do. But you know what we do every week? Main topic? Drink or, beer? Or dramatic reading. Oh. New beer. John, what is it? 
No, um, we're doing dramatic no, reading first. Oh, reading, remember? Oh, sorry. No, I didn't going. remember. I drank a tilt. He did. He's yeah, he did. He's in the fifth I, dimension I, right now. I am thinking. I see the past and the future all together. Space elves are coming Space elves. Out. They're all over the place. But what we have? Dramatic reading of Spider-Man and the Black Cat, the evil that men do. Number five, page eleven, panel two. This is the comic book that Kevin Smith has yet to be paid for, right? I think he, I, no, he, he got paid for it. I think he finished it. I think it was Daredevil Father. <laughs> oh, I think never. Or Bullseye, Bullseye Target. Mm-hmm. And the devil appears. You know, you did your... I, I, I you did your Grant Morrison. I was going to do... Nightcrawler. I was going to do German, and it was just going to sound... Can you do it again? No, not not like the proper way, but do what you did again. <laughs> I don't know if I can. And the devil appears. I was gonna go hard German on this, and then it's like, oh, Nightcrawler's just gonna sound like a. He's just gonna sound like a Nazi. When the devil appears. Let's see. I would. I. I oh, I gotta go hard like, German. And there's the devil two, appears. And that's what you're saying. There's okay. two panels on the page, and it's basically all just Nightcrawler teleporting in because they bring him in to talk about teleportation. teleportation. This was a great little mini-series, too. I'm not finished yet. It took three years to come out, or some crazy yeah. amount of time. But, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Teleporting scares the hell out of me. That, that was Daredevil's caption. Daredevil? I think so. Or maybe it was Spider-Man. I think it was, I think it was Spider-Man. Yeah, Daredevil was in Spider-Man? Yeah. Wow. It's Kevin Smith. He loves Daredevil and Spider-Man. It took forever. It did take forever for this the book to come out. The very first like convention we went to was when this book was still coming out. Yeah, because that was one of the questions: is like, a when's Spider-Man Black Cat coming out? Mm-hmm. I did get. My, I think I got my uh, Bullseye or Target. Yeah, yeah Bullseye Target Daredevil. number one. I have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We all bought one. I got it. I got it autographed. <laughs> I was like, this is. Well, I know it's dead. Well, that's because that was the only issue that came out. I was still at Canisius College. I have my Spider-Man out. Black Cat signed, but I have my Quiver signed. My oh, trade, nice. the hardback. That was a good one too. Quiver uh, is probably the best Kevin Smith comic books that I've. I will agree with that. Yes, because yeah. it doesn't. That that's so much better than Spider-Man: The Evil That Men Do. Yeah. And what? What we're hoping is uh, the mash and grind. Not that mash was bad, but I think this beer is going to be. We hope that it's even a better. lot better. And man, you just get gr- an amazing coffee smell off of this. It's very coffee. And uh, as I said before, this is their bourbon aged barley wine aged with coffee. And I and I believe it's like one pound of coffee to ten ten gallons of the beer. That is a you, you know, you just you know did the math there, and that, man, that's a lot of coffee on the flavor. That's surprising. Or not if a it's, lot of coffee in the in yeah. the mash or or the grind. It's I'm that sure. coffee carry through, like it. Yeah, it lingers all throughout. And if it's only like one pound of coffee beans or grounds, however they mm-hmm. brew it, to ten gallons, that you don't realize how like coffee is that strong yeah it flavors water it, it's it's like a, it's it's coffee with a slight bourbon taste yeah. to it yeah mm-hmm. i like it I, I enjoy it too but man there's a lot of burn on this i don't get the burn i get a lot of, i get, I get a, almost 
I almost. I get got more from, against breath on this. I, I got get more off of the mash. Like after you take a sip and then you just kind of like smack mm-hmm. your lips together, mm-hmm. like you get that alcohol from it too. I did not get that on the mash at all. I don't get that at all with this. Yeah, I strong Ooh. coffee throughout. I think maybe that coffee just kind of carries that alcohol mm-hmm. through it. Yeah, yeah, maybe it just lets it's a different note, so it just helps the alcohol just burn through more so than And your else. problem with the mash was didn't have a long enough mm-hmm. mouth taste for you, and you just Let's, consistently hold yeah. on to that coffee. Yeah, that coffee. This is like a chewing gum that you're like, wow, I still feel... I, I still I, have this still got flavor after yeah, 10 I, minutes. Mm-hmm. I just went back to it again, and it does have like an alcoholic... Like, I took a sip and then swallowed and and hung there, and I yeah. kind of got it in the back of my nose mm-hmm. still. I, I'm, I'm giving this the full dragon's breath. Yeah, I got to check into this. And this one, I'd go 4.5 because it's definitely better. It's good. I, I, I like it a lot more. I think more. I want the mash more than I want the grind. Because, man, this is all coffee all throughout. Yeah, you're not and getting then, as much mash that, as you'd want. but It's just an uneven pairing. Where it's all coffee and then that like barley wine aftertaste, it's like, ooh, I wasn't expecting that. It's kind of gross at the back. And then you're like, ooh, now I have dragon's breath. It's just like, it's, it's flavors that I feel like are fighting each other and not working see, together. See, I don't, I don't see them as fighting each other. Like to me, it's just all, all wonderful. I, I, I gave Mash a 3.5 and mm-hmm. I would give Mash and Grind a 4. Because I would, if somebody was like, hey, I have a bottle of these, which one would you have? I'd say, eh, the mesh and grind, please. Okay. Uh, well, I'm operating I, on a higher dimension. Than you. <laughs> I, I have drinking a tilt. I like. Uh, my awareness is, you know. He's, hype, he's hyper. I'm hyper expensive aware. right yeah, now. Yeah. My, my uh, consciousness has evolved past. I like the mesh and grind a lot. I, and I kind of like how I get that coffee, but then it. I can't say mellows out into the bourbon, but it like it chases it. Yeah, you get a bur- you get yeah. the bourbon to it. I I like it a lot. What do we like other than beer? We like comic books. Obviously, 186 episodes <laughs> plus like countless not episodes. <laughs> well, also about. we talked we used to talk about video games a lot too. We used to have video game we episodes. Do, we did yeah. our E3 episodes, yeah. so. <laughs> but uh these are our lookbacks. The only th- the only rotating segment that has lasted throughout 186 episodes. We had to we had to change it though. Remember when it was just like everybody would come with their stack of comic books uh-huh. and just go, "I read this book, I liked it. I read this book, I didn't like uh-huh. it." I was the one that said we need to pick yeah. a small amount of books, I'll read them and I'll discuss them. Yeah. Because Paul seriously would have like a giant stack on his lap and just be reading off titles and like, hey, it was good. Uh, I'm waiting for this one to get better. Uh, hopefully next issue. Yeah, yeah, that's how it used to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I like it now. And plus, it gets it keeps us kind of in touch Fine. of with all number one. Well, no, but it keeps us in touch of what's coming out. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I'm surprised Battle of the Atom didn't make this. Well, I was talking to Chris and. Since all of it came out in one month, uh-huh. we figured, or one, one in a quarter month, mm-hmm. do like a trade in policy with it. Read it all, okay. and then... 
That makes sense. Discuss yeah. it all. You know, discuss the whole it's thing. It's like, what, five I, or six issues? Yeah. Yeah. I, I w- I'm sure our listeners were wondering the same thing I was. Um, and this is a book because uh, one of our one of our listeners who finds us on the um, Twitter. What's... Uh, At Bagman Board? Yeah, but no, the... The Facebook? guy, the guy that Lawrence Lawrence Guest, Lawrence Guest uh, he asked a while ago about dynamite books if we read them, and I've been kind of keeping an eye out for newer dynamite books. Dynamite, dynamite. Uh, this is a, a number one. This is called uh, King's Watch by Jeff Parker and Mark Lamming, and uh, this is the coming together of the Phantom. Flash Gordon and the Magic Man, Man. Mandrake the Magician, yeah, Mandrake Man. the Magician. Um, and I grab this. I he'll put you to sleep, or he'll knock you out if you don't have your earbuds on correctly. Where do you just read this book? And <laughs> no, no, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we will. Because humanity is having. Bad dreams. Yeah, nightmares. Shared nightmares are happening throughout the world, and these thunderstorms that are coming from outer space. And this is the end of days. And they're looking for the king's watch. Are they? Yeah, they he mentioned... dropped it somewhere. You got to find it. <laughs> <laughs> they they mentioned it a couple times that they're walk- looking for something that's happening in Africa. I don't know what. And I thought that was the phantom. They were looking for. The Phantom, who's no, in Africa? I don't. I think those people that were in Africa that attacked by the dinosaur were just on an expedition. They were and, on an expedition, like taking photography of a bull elephant. Yeah, and then a dinosaur attacks. Yeah, dinosaur man attacks because it's like a dinosaur wolf man. Yeah, combo. It's, it's bizarre, but then the Phantom gets rid of him, so it's cool. <laughs> I have to say, and from what it's from you guys, that you didn't like it. Uh, I can't say that I hated this book. I I, I enjoyed I, I enjoyed the art. I think for an an issue bringing into characters that the only reason I like Phantom is because of Billy Zane. Uh, and hey, I like SSX Tricky because of Billy Zane, so I can't say anything. Um, I think as like a start of some kind of mini series. I hope it's a mini series. I don't know if it's it an is. ongoing. Um, it seems like I. I can't say that I'm hooked, but I really wouldn't mind if I ordered the second one, which I don't think I did because I, I didn't even mark it down that I I ordered this. Um, I wouldn't mind reading the second one. I wouldn't mind reading this altogether. And it's a Flash Gordon origin story. Yeah. Flash Gordon, I, I feel just so thrown in there and same with Mandrake. Not that I have mm-hmm. some like affinity for the character. Mandrake's the beginning of the story. He's actually going to be the one that knows what's actually going on, while everybody else is just hinting at it. But the Phantom stuff was so much more interesting, because you actually see him doing something besides, yeah. like, hey, I'm flying behind the wheel of a space plane. Mm-hmm. They call me Flash, and, like, as soon as I saw Flash, I was like, he's blonde, is that Flash Gordon? <laughs> And like four pages later, like someone calls him Gordon, and you're like, okay, yeah, that is Flash Gordon. Yeah. And also, his symbol is out on the cover. I I didn't look at the cover. The Phantom, Mandrake, the Magician, and also Flash Gordon. I, I picked it up, and I was just like, okay, I'm gonna start reading it. Mm-hmm. Like I I didn't dwell on the covers because we basically read all these books. Yeah. at the kitchen table 
<laughs> right before recording. Yeah, we Unless it's your book, then you yeah. usually read it before that. But you, you still refresh yourself. I have to say, like, it feels like a thin book, but a lot happens in this. It does. It didn't feel thin to me at all, you know, because... No, reading is, it doesn't, yeah. but, like, when oh, you pick it up compared oh, okay. to, like, other books, like, it feels thin. Well, at the same time, it's a dynamite book, so there's no advertisements in it. If they're like, all it's back, all yeah. four dynamite books. Like, when you look... Yeah, how do they make for money? Sonia. Noir, like... Oh, yeah, all their characters are public domain. <laughs> Cryptozoic, man. Like, Sonia, <laughs> like... Uh-huh. Battlestar Galactica, like... They do a lot of the licensed books. Right. Now that Wildstorm's out of the picture for doing, you know, licensed books. And yeah. They have all those kind of 40s, they 20s characters. You know, Green Shadow. Hornet, Shadow, the Spider, whatever. They got a... Project they, Superhero. They have a ton of them, but then they, and then they have big names working on them. Mark Wade's over there. They, they have he an actual advertisement about, like... Hey, this writer on this book, this writer on this book, like, and I forget what the actual, like, tagline for that advertisement is, but something like, the right creators on the right books. And I don't read stuff from Dynamite. It's not characters or properties that I care about, but when I was kind of scrolling through that list, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Red, uh, Gail Simone on Red Sonia? Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's, yeah. It was like Mark Wade. Mark Wade on, on Green, on Green Hornet. Yeah. It's like when you mm-hmm. see it on paper, like, yeah, that writer makes sense on this book. I think I picked Here him. Here it is. The perfect writers, the right projects. Steve Niles on Ash and the Army of Darkness. Gil Simone on some, like Matt Wagner, Matt, Matt on, Wagner the on The Shadow. J. Michael Straczynski on Twilight Zone. Like, I don't know what any of these other properties are. Yeah. I, I saw Neil Gaiman on The Last Temptation. I was like, what's The Last Temptation? Do I need to read this? Um... Yeah, it like Steve Niles on Army of Darkness. Is I ordered it. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Because um, it was th- we're talking it was more about too, the advertising. I'm, I'm just saying, but uh, Steve sorry. Niles writing Army of Darkness okay. I was like, yeah, I got, <laughs> I have to pick that up. Yeah, I understand. Um, but I can't say that I hate this book. I would, I would get number two if I get number three. It it really depends on how everything folds together. But I didn't think this was a bad kind of. Getting the band together kind of book because not they're not together, but yeah. each case was kind of interesting of in what they were going to do Except to try to solve this. They keep on introducing this reporter who's reporting all this stuff and kind of denying that she's having the same dream everybody else has. And she seems like the strong vocal character, yet she's not. A, the I think it's hero a char- story. I think it's a but character that do- if you read like a flash book or something that you would know who she is. Cause I think yeah. he, she's like the flash companion and they haven't met yet. Oh, you mean the flash Gordon or Fla- maybe yeah. even the phantom or somebody. Yeah. It's companion. somebody's companion that if you knew more about but the characters, she seems like she deserves to be her own. Like there should be a, 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 symbol a, a, on... a quill and parchment like with uh, the lightning bolt and skull. Yeah, something on the cover. Like she seems like she should be her own superhero, or maybe she's just the one that ties yeah. them all together. Yeah, and it's she seems more important than this actual story lends yeah. because 
They're giving her a lot of page time. Mandrake, yet, the magician, only has like like yeah, one and a half pages. And she has more than that, so she seems much more important, and yet nothing is happening with her other than her being a reporter kind of girl that is keep, tying keep going, the story Keep together. going the sentence. <laughs> I did. I knew nothing about this book going into it, so when I picked it up, I was like, hey, is that the Phantom on the cover? And I was like, wait, no, sure, that is the Phantom. So that's when, before I was talking about like, oh, they're talking about Flash. It's a big guy with blonde hair. Oh, now they're talking about space. That is Flash, Gordon. This entire book was kind of a surprise to me because I wasn't expecting who to pop up next because it's all very much based off of those pulp characters. So Mm -hmm. whatever her name is, I was like, is this someone that's supposed to matter? But yeah. She she is, but I just don't know who it is. And that's how a lot of this book is, because you're just kind of thrown into it. Like, this is, like, DC Forever Evil if you don't know what's going on in if the DC universe. If you don't know universe. who Superman or Batman is. You, you you're like, a- oh, that guy's important because he's the Batman, he's, yeah. right? He's wearing purple. It's Yeah, it is the crossover event that we have no affinity for any of the characters. Yeah. Uh, and I agree with that sentiment, but I, I do feel like that reporter person, because I cannot name one pulp hero that's a female, is like, oh, she's definitely going to be left out in the cold. Because Betty she's, Page. <laughs> well, <laughs> she is definitely a hero in my mind. Because he... Yeah. Um, yep, don't gone. worry about it's it. It's gone. It's okay. But yes. <laughs> Betty Page. She will live in all of our hearts and collective boners. We we have one boner between us. All of humanity. <laughs> yes. But what we don't have is a brain boy. We don't have telekinetic or telepathic powers. Like brain boy. Like brain boy. From Fred Van Lent and R.B. Silva. Also from Dark Horse Comics. Or the first book from Dark Horse Comics. Yes. Ah, uh, that was from Dino, Dynamite. Sorry, this Dynamite. is from Dark Horse. <clears throat> Even though they are independent, we are the indie <laughs> book. It is the indie month, indie book club month. Um, and you have a gentleman with, uh, as Chris said, the telekinetic and telepathic telepathic powers. powers uh, who is they get cross like they're you know just the same. I don't understand why. But he uh, belongs to an institute that leases him out to different groups, and he's working with, like, the CIA. No, he's working for the Secret Service. Oh, the Secret Service. I know something like that. No, no, because he's working against the CIA. Because yeah, because... he actually hates the CIA and the NSA, All people right. that spy on people. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, moment. I didn't remember that because I read this. Even though he read this, himself like, has telepathic powers and seems to take pleasure in reading people's minds. He hates the government snooping on people's emails and cell phone records. He hates the whole idea of ice and whatever the NSA is doing. Yeah. It, is, it is a delicious beer, Chris. I'm, I'm sorry, I just had my face in this goblet. Chris took a sip and then went to go put it down and then just brought it right up to smell it. Well, he was beer, finishing drinking Because honestly, this beer is more interesting than the comic book. <laughs> this game. wasn't a bad book, though. It's very well written. I really like the art in it. I think it's the, the, the art's best great of, in it. like, this month's haul. 
I really liked it. I didn't order number two, but I I wouldn't mind yeah. picking this up in trade if it was a decent price. Um, I don't think I'd spend the usual $17 on a Dark Horse trade, but if I saw it on on sale, like on uh, Comixology, or just it came out as a at a cheap price point, I probably would get it, because I really, like, as soon as I opened the page, I was like, oh, I'm going to like this art. Like, that first page, I enjoyed the art style, and I enjoyed it all the way through, and it is well-written. Yeah. It's well-written, well-drawn. There's just not enough to the story yeah. to draw me, because he's brought on to... There's no like, reason he's, for me to work for this guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, to... he's brought on. I think he's basically brought on to spy on the guy that he's supposed to be protecting. Protecting, and he, then he's it's... almost like blackmailed into it, but not like they'll give him information about his parents, which he mm-hmm. knows nothing about. If they do this job for him, but in well, doing the he job, he has a lie that he kind of believes in yeah. for his parents. And he's now the CIA is positioning themselves to be like, no, we have the actual dossier, and we can give it to you, so you will know the truth. And the truth might just be the thing that he believes in, or it might be something completely different. But in doing his job, he'll be able to glean information off of the target to mm-hmm. feed back to them. Who's basically... They don't call him the Venezuelan president, but it's basically the Venezuelan president who may or may not be offering very cheap oil to the North Koreans to be able to build and deploy nuclear missiles that could hit. Because they have the St. technology, Lewis. they just don't have the fuel. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's kind of like uh, you're following him protecting this guy, and then he takes his eyes off of him for a minute, and he turns... a shower, because... Because he got... Because a homeless man basically threw through, a bottle of pee at him. Um, takes his eyes off his, you know, the client that he's supposed to be watching, and that client disappears. The work of another telepath. Mm-hmm. Telekinetic. Telekinetic. Telepath. It's the same. Yeah. But it's well, he shut down. they make a difference between He them. shut down, he shut down those people's by being ways, a telepath. They also use, yeah, telekinetic. Well, you don't see that till he's kind of captured. Oh, yeah, because he moves that, he throws yeah. that guy. Um, it was so weird. <laughs> but um, but then he, you know, then he's trying to solve like he's trying to find his client, and it turns out his client is the bad guy. The guy that he's supposed to protect. He basically kidnapped himself. Yes. Which I don't like. I don't know why you wouldn't. Stop Brain Boy from coming at you? And Brain Boy is actually a derogatory term for his condition. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. Except for the guy that seems to call him that all the time. Like the... His handler. His co- yeah. His handler. Mm-hmm. is probably the best way to say it. Um. So it's this interesting semi, like, queen and country meets psychic Jean Grey kind of I was going to say, if book. Quentin Quire... Yeah. Almost was drafted to to be in Dragnet. Yeah, I, and I kind of enjoyed that. I like seeing that kind of character do that kind of espionage stuff because that's kind of fun. 
And there is a little bit of a fun to this book. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of that's in the artwork mm-hmm. and just the way that it's written because the story itself doesn't really lend itself to that. But I think Fred Van Lent does have a way of just kind of getting that across. It's not, it's not a heavy handed political thriller with psychic See, powers. The thing is, I was confused between they have a whole academy where he's from to develop his psychic powers, but then it seems like he's very unique in the world. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, well, we want him to go in there and be the, like, secret agent to protect this one government official from another country. Oh, so they don't know that we have psychics. People but at the same time, he because references that he's from, like, such an, like, company there yeah. to protect him. And the president's like, oh, what did I do to deserve such treatment? Yeah, deserve, yeah. So it's something that can, it still has weight to it. Yeah, so you would think that he would bring protection against those type of people. Yet he, but it doesn't seem like in the world where they would have protection against those people because those people don't really exist. Yeah. So it's this weird half-thought-out world that they've built. Because, no, they're psychics. Okay, then what do you do against the psychics? It's only the first, like, it's only the first issue, you know? You can't blame, oh, they didn't describe everything that had to go on in this world in the first issue because... Then you'd be like, this book is so boring. That makes sense, so boring. And it already, and it, does, it, already it already is a dense book. There's a lot, I mean, there's yeah. lots of words going on, but there is action throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. And it's a delicate balance. I just I, don't I, feel like it strikes it well. I, I think we're in agreement. It has its flaws, but mm-hmm. out of everything, it's probably the most well put together. I just don't have any rooting. This is this is out of the this character because this character is a suit, and I don't really and he doesn't develop past that suitness. But again, okay, it's job. the first yeah. issue. Yeah. You're you're expecting I, I, more I, I, out of a first issue, and you get a lot again in this first issue. In that mind frame, it's the first issue. They have to present something that's going to grab you. And right from the first page, like, you have Brain Boy in an electric chair being like, no, I have you guys right where I want you. This is where yet, my day ends. Yet he's tethered in. Mm-hmm. And it's it's fun. Like, that's your hook. Mm-hmm. Because then, like, the rest of it's kind of like a flashback. It's like, no, this is how my day began. Mm-hmm. But, I, I feel uh, Burn Notice did a lot better, you know, in their first yeah. episode. Then. Burn Notice is really good, though. <laughs> Burn Notice versus this, it's basically, it's, like, that's what I'm getting. It's like, Burn Notice meets Jean Grey. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm, I was surprised they did, this is part of their project Black Skies, which is kind of bringing all these kind of number ones in. And this was kind of one of those number ones from this month that I was like, all right, I'll check it out. It sounds intriguing enough mm-hmm. to me. And that kind of brings us to the other number one well, for this Well, I have month. to say, I don't not recommend this book. It's definitely worth a look at. If a friend has borrowed it, definitely read it. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth a buy. Rent, don't buy. I didn't. What? Why did you, you whisper, fart? did you fart into the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. 
I didn't spur really anything. Do do kind of. Is <laughs> Paul's dog in here? No, it was not me. Uh, ne- was that your wife? <laughs> Another number one from Dark Horse Comics is Kiss Me, Satan. Uh, New Orleans is a werewolf town. Uh, this follows the character of uh, starts with a B. I Barnabas. Can't. Barnabas. Thank you. Uh, who is one of the angels that followed Lucifer, cast down into hell, and now he's wants to switch sides and is doing his, his doing his penance for heaven, which is basically you got to do all our bullshit mm-hmm. for us. It's uh, a story that I feel happens in comic books a lot. Like Constantine is basically the story. What was it? Ten gram or ten, ten grand. grand? Ten grand. It's this. Story which keeps on happening and it never gets completely like, oh no, this is definitely the one. Like, yeah, it never gets Avatar The Last Airbender, which was like, oh no, all of these, there's this, you know, you can control either earth, fire, water, or air. Like, that's kind of story that. Or nothing, Paul. Think back to Legend of Korra, book one. Yeah. People are out there. Yeah. But. Where the story never gets completely right until somebody actually gets it right. Like the smartphone in Apple. Because Chris mm. is working on an iPhone right now. Yeah, I'm on an iPhone. I don't think it's the best thing ever. I really enjoy my Android. Yeah, I yeah. miss having an Android. I like my Android. Yeah. Uh, Highest customer satisfaction rate. Hey. Two hundred and well, basically three hundred bucks after tax. I recommend it. I recommend it to one guy who went from iPhone to an Android, and was like, "I when I have to go into my girlfriend's iPhone, I'm like, your phone is shit." So no, uh, shit. If you're one of those Apple fanboys, you're wrong. (laughs) I love. Try something uh, else. I do love my Android. The latest Galaxy though is a lot more like an Apple, and I don't like it. But But kiss kiss me, me Satan. Satan. Uh, so you have this character, he's working... It's like that, because it's a story of a person trying to get back into heaven. Get back into heaven. Uh, he lives in New uh, Orleans... Dogma, from yeah. Kevin Smith's fame. He lives... Tie it back to an earlier oof. discussion. Well he, done. He lives in New Orleans, which New Orleans is run by a mafia that is pretty much made up of... It is made werewolves. up of werewolves, not pretty much, it is... It is werewolves. There's vampires there. But they're part of the scenery. It's not as much as you'd think, based it off is. of Anne Rice novels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and in, in the beginning, you can you find out that he is being hunted by agents of hell to bring him back, because he's escaped to mm-hmm. Earth to do work for the, do work for the heavens. Um, and then it has this tied-in kind of the werewolf... Uh, Mafia thing where the leader of the pack still tr- is trying to continue to be the leader of the pack. He has a, he His, has an unborn son who does not that a witch that a witch looked at and said, "Ah, he's gonna be great, but he's not gonna be a, a werewolf. werewolf." So then he kills his partner yeah because who, he doesn't who could have, expose his secret who could expose the secret and then he sends people after the witches. the witches and barnabas stops them and then it seems like it's going to be a war the werewolves versus barnabas oh, yeah and the witches 
I think those witches are still going to try to skip town. I don't think yeah, they're yeah. sticking around. Well, it's his job to protect them. So it's her, him going to take, trying, I imagine it's going to be him trying to take them across country while on the hunt from this pack to Santa Fe. I, th- I think it's going to, you know what I mean? Because I think gonna it's going to stay in it. He's no going to get them away and then it's going to be him against the mob. And uh, this is written by Victor Gershler. Gishler. Gishler. And I'm guessing a pronunciation. Art, but you're always I pretty all, much right. Why don't you just do guess. what the art is by Juan Fiera? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I do. I like the. I like the art in this book. I, I really it's do. Standard. Yeah. The, it's not. I think it the coloring fits, is it fits more the watercolor book. and like. But then it gets a little muddy in points. It, it reminded me of the New 52 Flashbook. Yeah. And a lot of that's due to the coloring where it's kind of that muddied yeah. and washes out the rest of the art. Like, And I found myself focusing on the coloring instead of the art. Mm-hmm. I think it's a book that's trying to capture because it, it almost has the goon kind of look to it. But a lot brighter. And the goon coloring to it but not the same art as uh, Eric, uh, Eric Powell. Powell. Thank you. We're on, I'm on a Paul's on, I, I'm on, I'm on two barley wines here. I'm, I'm a yeah. little, I'm a yeah. little loopy. Yeah. Yeah. How, do, how would you feel with a tilt? <laughs> he had smaller amounts of those. Not and much. he said that he had a good, good he meals more... today. He had a better base than I did. Yeah, but I also was drinking throughout the day. I started the day with mimosas. <laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't hate this book. I actually, I have like number two ordered and I don't mind that I have number two ordered. Yeah. I don't think it's a horrible book. I like this better than Brain Boy. Uh, I, I put them just about even. Mm-hmm. They both. So it was it was good, but not. They're not both great. interesting yeah. stories. No, they're not great, but they're interesting. I I don't think they're not worth a read, but you don't have if you don't have to pay for it. I think it's better. Like I was saying with Avatar: Lesser Bender, where I have this motif, this idea of heaven versus hell, mm-hmm. like it keeps on getting played and replayed, and I, I feel like we haven't gotten that story where it's like, no, this is it. Like this is the this is the quintessential yeah heaven versus hell story, like it's what I was looking for when Resurrection Man started over at the new DCU. Mm-hmm. It is it's that story, and I just I crave the story because it's a story that I wish I could tell in that quintessential way. And I'm like, okay, this is a different take on it. I'm interested to see where it goes, but it is still not because the angel that appears is like I'm a mafia guy too, and we're a mafia. Like, it's the mafia story, but instead of, like, just being regular mafia, mafia it's, it's werewolves, werewolves and angels and, angels and demons and... Yeah. These these things. And well, it's like, okay... He kind of has that, like, Philip Marlowe detective where he's in the middle against all these other great mm-hmm. odds kind of a thing. And, I mean, like, I, I, I enjoy it because it's kind of like that, but... At the same point, is not as good as yeah. like a Philip Marlowe detective story, mm-hmm. you know. And it's I I like the art. I in I enjoyed 
the book. I don't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say like I. It's I an loved it. I didn't like it. Yeah. yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind reading. I don't mind that I have the second one ordered. Yeah. I want to read the second one when you get it. All right, I'll, I'll toss it off to you. Mm-hmm. And that Chris, would that would bring us to the last not, book. There's just not enough there, though. Yeah. yeah. No, like because and, with Barnabas, we don't get enough of his character. Other than yeah. him talking to the really weird, like, angel, like... Jules. Yeah, Jules, who's the... He's like a cherub, yeah, dressed cherub. in like a dressed in a three-piece a suit with a yeah. top hat. Fedora. Uh, yeah, it's it. It's a great concept. It lacks mm-hmm. on delivery, but the delivery isn't that bad. Yeah. But talking yeah, about lacking little... on delivery... Uh, we have, we have the executive next, assistant Iris. The next of the 10 for 10 from Aspen Comics. Uh, what number is this out of the 10 for 10? 8 or 9? It might be please, 8, because the next one. one's Trish Out of Water, and I feel like Soulfire is the next one. Oh, don't, I have don't, no I have no hope for Trish Out of Water. <laughs> no, I, I don't either, but... Oh, Chris. Uh, you know, no, don't, don't say, oh, Chris. Ten books for $10. I, this has been a great... Every um, month... How much month. was... We're looking at spending oh, $300 on beer pretty soon for beers thing, that know, we have not had. Okay, ten we, books We've for had $10. one of those beers, which... That $300 to get some more Mother of All yeah, Storm. Yeah, that is good, but still... Kiss Me Satan was $4. Uh, Frank, it was only $2.99, though. I'm I'm ready to eat that dollar for executive yeah. assistant Iris. Kings the Kings one is was three ninety Kings Watch is three ninety nine. I feel well. like I'm spinning because of the tilt. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's because he read all these crappy comic books. <laughs> Am I becoming Captain Carrot for now? What? Is it? what? <laughs> He's becoming Captain Carrot. Just let it happen. This is I read Paul. so many comic books. Since. It's Flaming Carrot. Flaming Carrot. He's the zoo um, crew, Captain Carrot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Executive Assistant Iris. I believe this is the third volume of the series. Uh, originally written by David Wool, who did the Legend of the Shadow Clan book. Oh, okay. From Aspen. That was okay. But that was okay. That was good. I don't think Paul's liked any of these 10 for 10s. No, I've liked a couple of them. Yeah, this one. Bubblegum so Crisis was okay. Bubblegum just... Crisis, not one of them. That was a bubble gun. <laughs> bubble gun Crisis. That, that was the cyber cyberpunk one. That's okay. Mark of the Ninja was this great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Legend of the Shadow Clan, Clan is the other one he's talking about. <laughs> I think, I, and I think he only liked that because we really liked it. No, no, it was okay. It just it's crazy. It has the family dynamic that Paul likes. Yeah, but the family dynamic was so small, and it yeah, seemed like it was going to expand so much more. Paul's Red X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But ex- executive assistant. Executive. Executive assistant Iris. Iris. Who's oh. a girl that was an orphan that trained to become an executive assistant slash hitman. Apparently, there's yes, an sorry. organization that in Japan adopts kids. Or China. China. Mm-hmm. Close. China, yeah, they, they do they, say it's definitely China. People of Eastern descent would hate me saying close, but mm-hmm. it, well, from because the, the rape of Nat King definitely definitely drives a big wedge Los between those two. Um, it's an actual event during World War Two. It's yeah. the raping of Nat King. 
definitely drives a wedge between these two cultures that you don't want to get involved with. No, not at all. So, but where children are adopted from orphanages and they're trained to become quote-unquote executive assistants where it's you work for a company and you do... The dirty work. The dirty work. Whatever you need to do, you do it. You are a samurai slash assassin. You do exactly. it with honor, though. And yeah. what we have here is... the. You're not a ninja. You're, you're a samurai. samurai. Your warlord is the head of the company. company. But yeah. not, yeah, not Japan. Japan. See where I'm saying, like, yeah. no, this is definitely a... Very it's Japanese an amalgamation idea of Eastern of, influence of of uh, of samurai, but they're basing it. She's of happened Japan. in Japan or China. That's Japan. And she's she's from. China. So it's so yeah. weird to me. Like this is, seems this like a very like, like Wuping province of China. Yeah, but, this yeah. seems like a very Shadowrun like idea, like mm-hmm. a street samurai, but you know, working for a company. You know, following it's, a very it's a great idea, but if it was set in Japan, it would make more sense to you. Yeah. Yes. But this is Iris trying to prove herself. It's the job interview, pretty mm-hmm. much, to a prospective employer against another executive assistant. Mm-hmm. Who and is white. <laughs> named Snapdragon. Mm. No, Snapdragon's who she's competing against. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, that's what we just yes. said. Oh. Do you see the color of this bottle cap? Yeah, it's, it is yellow, the same as the other one. Which oh, hey, you got to. the other one. Let me have and that. I want to put it back on the bottle. Go for it. They snap. That's all this Snapdragon. Yeah. That And that's really <laughs> what this is. And you have the employer going with Iris because she values honor. It's not just mm-hmm. about, oh, I'm going to kill the most people. Because I can. It's that I will not kill... I'm going to draw a line. Yeah. And it's, it's not drawing. No, it's no, you know, no innocence. No innocence and you don't lie to me. You, if you know we're going into a trap, you should let me know before that. Mm-hmm. Um, the art, I, I do. Colano, written by Brian Buccoletto, uh, DC New 52, The Flash with Francis Manipal. Um, the, I do enjoy the art, but the layouts are like, they're confusing in here. I could not tell the difference. Maybe because Between of the coloring. Snapdragon and... And one's Asian, color. one's white, and one's black. And the problem is, I can't tell the difference in the coloring between Snapdragon yeah. and the there, I mean, it's slow. It's slight. Them. It's slight differences. But and how they lay out the panels, like, who's talking? Like, here, like, all of a sudden, like... She's talking, and the page he has, she's talking to the person who's leading her into, yeah. uh-huh. and then, and then she's talking, all of a sudden she's talking to these other women, well, no, like, no, yeah, I know, but like, know. it leads you through these, and all of a sudden you think you're talking to them. I, I was confused, and I was sober reading Already. this, and I and just the- was like, ah, it just left me the- a bad taste in my mouth about it. What's, I am tired of the, like, I'm going to be the kick-ass dominant woman in this situation wearing a miniskirt. Yeah. Because there is no mobility in a miniskirt. I, I know because I've cosplayed. No. <laughs> I, I think I'll give you the most. Mobility. No, no, no. Because there is no coverage if you're going to do a high kick. That is riding right up. What, you know what, what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't do a high kick. You're, you're flashing the gooch if you do that. Yeah. 
they don't that care many spots. about that, though. They're just about getting no, that job done. Yeah, but then you're going to need a cut up that no. ring. Then, then you want to wear a pantsuit. They have cuts. Yeah. But what's, at which point you're not wearing anything. What That's really struck me about the art was it's very sparse. Like, you see the characters and what they're doing, but that's it. There's almost no backgrounds to any of this. Mm-hmm. It's another book that you're expected to have known yeah. the story before coming into yeah, it. But it's all gives, solid it, play. It does give you that story, though. Like, right within the first, like, two pages, you're given, like, no, they're, she's adopted from an orphanage. I was raised from an orphanage. I was raised by this weird, like, it. And we got that same kind of storytelling from the, like, the Fathom, Mm -hmm. number one, like, two months ago now. And I have to say is, what was the one where the, it's the kid with the demon and the angel? Shrug. I think Shrug did a better job of letting you know. I, I think Shrug is, not to cut you off. Shrugs are more likable though, yeah. because it's just like a kid but, going through school. But and here's he the thing: the it did. It did. All had those moments. Yeah. It did a better job of giving you the hey, this was a book previous. Mm-hmm. This is what you need to know to go in here, and it let you know that hey, stuff happened before, and you need to know it, or hey, you should check it out. When I read this, I didn't know that it was, this is like the third volume of it. I, I just took it as it was its own, it was its own book. You're just blasting me with what I need to know to get through this book. It's weird that she's so bow-legged. She does have like, the legging is really weird, cause even here, like, yeah, it's yeah. The, the weirdest yeah, stance. Yeah, knees are touching, yet her feet are definitely apart. It's yeah, it's really I, bizarre. I have read that recently that studies have shown that uh a lot of the new the trend in uh in, in fashion and everything is these models that are able to put their feet together but their thighs aren't touching the at thigh all. Gap. Yeah, thigh, there's a thigh gap is ruining our children. Because uh you know, that's an impossible for most people like beauty aesthetic to strive through. Uh, strive towards. So, but this girl is able to put her knees together, her but feet apart. <laughs> but her feet are apart. Um, I think so this... I don't know what that means. I guess it's more of an hourglass shape. She's more shapely. Her, her knees are hourglass, <laughs> and, and yet... then her hips are hourglass. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> it's so weird looking at it. This Not... is a book that I should have. I think I should have liked. More, but I didn't, I couldn't get into it. I thought a lot of stuff was forced. Yeah. And you, but if I saw it coming. Mm -hmm. And then, like, after she, like, quits the job interview, like, this isn't for me. And then she's like, what am I gonna do? They, they trained me to do all this stuff, but not to be out on my own. Oh, hum. If you want to read this book, read Kabuki instead. Yeah, Rikabuki or who is the writer artist? Peter David Mack. David, David Mack. Mack. Yeah. Or if and you want to read a, good... it's an awesome, much more awesome art. Yeah. Much or more awesome story. Even if you want to read a better Kabuki. like ninja kind of book, the original creator of Executive Assistant Iris, also from Asmund Comics, Legend of the Shadow Clan, like that's still a book that is like, no, I want to read the rest of it. And they didn't have that many samurais in it. 
Like, it was right at the end with that book. Yeah. Kabuki. Uh, yeah, it... That's where I'm going. It's, um... It's not... I don't think it's the worst of the Aspen books that we've read, but I can't put it within, like, the top five of the ten for ten. It's one of the Aspen books that just feels like you needed to have read the previous stuff. And it was the same with, um... What was the one with the woman that controlled the water? Mm-hmm. Fathom. I, I would still put Fathom. Uh, Fathom I would put this. Fathom over this, but Fathom would have meant more to me reading it if yeah, I had read Fathom yeah. before. And it just felt like I was the fish out of water reading that book. Oh, oh. well, next week you'll get to read Trish out of water. <laughs> oh. All right, next month, you mean. Uh, oh. Out of the other books. Okay, so instead of Executive Assistant Iris, we could suggest Kabuki. Can we do a suggestion for each of the books? Like, instead of Brain Boy, I would go any Constantine Hellblazer book, because instead of Mental, you got I'd go any Mystic. book with Quentin Coyer, which has yeah. that, like, I'm better than so you. So, new, new X-Men by Grant Morrison. Yeah. Uh, Kiss Me Satan, I would say go the Goon. Yep. Like, Goon's yeah. better at mm-hmm. that. And then uh, Nightwatch, what's the one with... Um, first, er, first Wave. Yeah, First yeah. Wave. First from... Wave. First wave would, is a better yeah, choice DC, out of that. Yeah. From DC, yeah. So there you go. And hopefully we read the books so you don't have to. We read the books. All the mainstream books. Hopefully we're your first choice. I was trying to get that out right after you said Sorry. first wave. No, it's okay. I blame it on John. I suck. First, hopefully we're your first choice in podcasts reviewing your comic books. And you can rate us and review us over at iTunes, because you know how I love them. You do, but you don't, because you don't do it. Yeah, but you no. do. You guys don't. You know. That I mean. makes me sad. They're downloading us, though. Yeah, that's keep downloading us, that's keep clicking on us, keep telling other people to download us, even though if they don't listen. I don't care if they don't listen. Just that's what gives them... me the hope every week. When you go like, home oh. this Thanksgiving or this Halloween season to your parents' house, just go on their computer and just download the bangboardcast.com on their computer and just subscribe us on iTunes. I'm okay with you just mentioning it at the table. Like, mm-hmm. you, like when you're playing with your cranberry sauce, you're like, yeah, I've been listening to this podcast, <laughs> the yeah. Bang Boardcast. I would love that, that's too. All, that's all I would love. From now on until the till Thanksgiving, I'm going to mention this. But, I won't remember it because of the tilt. <laughs> because of the tilt. But also make sure you like us over on the Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. At the Tumblr, Board. At Bagging Board. Email us over at contact at com or individually at Chris Paul or John at com. And we are going to be, we're, we're starting to work on our Christmas special. If there's anything you guys want to hear or anything in particular you want us to touch on or a Christmas story, just just let us know, because if you want to hear us do a Christmas story, <laughs> <laughs> or if there's any voices you want to hear come back to, yeah. we have a vague recollection of how to do them all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I did my Grant Morrison reading Those a are... German. <laughs> my, my fallback is Irish. I don't know why. <laughs> Those episodes of us doing our Christmas episodes are the ones that we will never take down. Then our Comic-Con special. Yeah, yeah. Any kind of... From a, convention or Christmas are will always be available on the internet. And if you listen to our first Christmas special, Paul brings up how much he loves X Factor. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> that was one that was good. 
<laughs> that many years ago. Almost five years ago. <laughs> uh, Those were the days. When it's too long. It's going to get good. You guys got to make sure you talk to us because that's the only way it's going to get good. <laughs> you guys being the listeners. It's all up to you. I think we'll just continue to do our same thing. Yep. Drink beer, talk about comic books, slap each other in the ass. Hope somebody listens.